0: Hey, it's EVB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett for this day 16 of month seven, 2023. Our Sunday meditation is set to begin in just a few moments. There we go. There we are. Yes, on this wonderful morning uh, afternoon. Evening, where are you today? You in uh, Geneva?
1: Um, Wherever the coolest spot is, uh, I had to stop going to all these places because (laughs) the weather was bad. I'm in Australia. Oh, Oh, you in
0: Australia? Yeah. It's Christmas over there, ain't it?
1: Mmm, not as I know.
0: Oh, well, you know, because Australia's on. No, they do Christmas in December, too. They just have Yeah, summer. I was
1: thinking I was in Cyprus. Cyprus is in Turkey. I was there one day after, and they were having Christmas in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they they, they just it mm-hmm. in December, but it's just, they're just on the beach for Christmas.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the weather is different. But, well, um, I don't know, cause you know, sometimes it's hot
0: yeah. here in Christmas these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I heard hear, a preacher. You know. I heard a preacher the other day talking about climate change. I thought that was interesting. And normally, you don't hear preachers talking about climate change, especially the black ones.
1: This is what I was telling a friend of mine uh, the other day. You know, when people all of the this- it was quite evident that something was wrong, <laughs> and people were denying
0: behind their own eyes. <laughs>
1: uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a good morning.
0: Yeah. Or afternoon. Oh, uh, whatever. It, it, well, whatever. I think some folks forgot it Sunday. Uh, well, it's Sunday. They might think it's. In? Yeah, they are still sleeping back and haven't
2: uh,
0: haven't made their way in. I probably should uh, send out a text and tell the folks that it's Sunday. I ain't never seen the folks forget like this before. And uh, and all good morning. good morning,
1: good morning,
0: good
2: morning, yeah, yeah, they're
0: here, they're here. <laughs> all right somebody woke up we all here
1: we're here
0: present I, I was starting to think y'all were Pentecostals y'all didn't come to church on time <laughs> and
1: I thought Pentecostals were on time
0: hmm. I don't know well maybe the Pentecostals you know I thought I didn't know
1: Mm-mm.
0: yeah and most of them I know are never on time uh, uh-huh okay. Well. We uh, appreciate you and ask you to lift up your prayers uh, 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 on June twenty, July twenty-nine. Come on out and walk with us, and talk with us, and and exercise with us. We're going to be at uh, the Dominion Tower, and uh, uh, so come on out there and uh, from eight to one. Uh, come on out and uh, enjoy life with us. Uh, get you a cup of coffee at Neptune Theory, And uh, we got the little exhibit, the little expo out there. So there's going to be a lot of uh, organizations and creative people. I think we got uh, so far maybe, what, 15 or 16 different creators and, and organizations that are going to have a table out there. Hmm. And uh, so it's going to be exciting to uh, uh, to do this uh, event. Uh, it's the seventh time we've done this walk, and now we're throwing everything but the kitchen sink, and I think I'm gonna throw that too. Hmm. And so please come on out and support, uh, not just support with your presence, but support with your dollars. Uh, these different organizations who are are struggling to do good things. You know, we talk about how bad the world is, and the reality of it is a lot of the badness is becoming or is because of not only a lack of information, but a lack of resource. Uh, People trying to do a lot with nothing, trying to operate broke. And so uh, it's very important that we – Put our dollars into organizations and things that are trying to do good stuff. You know, when I was growing up, all they did was throw their money at the church. And that was it. And the problem was, church won't do nothing with it. And and so, you know, we don't sit here and worry about that today. But uh, uh, just please, you know, come out and be supportive and do what you do. Mama Bell is here. And Brother Dennis is here. And the bald headed preacher is here. And so we will spend our time and our energy uh, praying and playing and worshiping and so forth. And then we'll be in Matthew chapter 10. So you know how this service goes. I'll just sit down and shut up and let y'all do y'all things. Mama <laughs> Bell!
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I know it's dry and gooey. Oh,
1: you're ready? Okay. Uh-oh. Oh.
2: The other. Thank you.
3: Oh, Amen. What a great start to a Sunday morning. Thank you, Mama Bell. You are always so good playing the piano. It uh, tickles my heart to hear you tickle those keys. Anyway, well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the first virtual church on this uh, middle of the month day. Uh, a little bit hot outside, going to be hotter this week, so I, I pray that uh, you all take care and be safe. But uh, thank you for joining with us. We're looking forward to having you here, not only today, but on Wednesday and next Sunday and at the end of the month for a little walk around the, the city of Norfolk. And, and uh, we're praying now that we all have good weather for that. Uh, so again, welcome to the First Virtual Church and uh, I hope you're here for hear a good message and, and we've already heard good music and, and Mama Bill always comes back and plays more and we'll hear her in a minute. Uh, unfortunately, at the end of this month, I will not be here. I'll be on vacation, and uh, which is a good thing. I need a break. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, life goes on. But please, please remember what's going on outside and, and be uh, uh understanding of that. Um, in our neighborhood, we had some workmen uh, laying some new cable for uh, the new uh, system coming through the town. And, and a couple of us got together in the neighborhood and made sure that they had uh, enough water and, and uh, uh, something to, to keep them going. So, uh, you know, th- think about that, too. You know, it's never never a bad day to help somebody out. Um, check on your elderly neighbors and uh, check on your friends. Um, so, because one never knows what might be going on behind that closed door. Again, thank you for being here and uh, hope you appreciate us and, and hope you uh, appreciate the message that's going to come your way. Mama Bell's going to come your way now and she's going to remind us of how much our Lord the Savior loves us thank you okay.
0: Gracious God, our Father, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify you, we magnify your name. We thank you, Lord God, for loving us, loving us in spite of what we said and done and did. But we thank you, Lord God, for preparing a sacrifice even before the foundation of the earth looking over the balcony of time and looking over and seeing us in 2023 and seeing that we need, had need of you. And we thank you for the birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for the finished work of the cross. We thank you for your precious blood that was shed just for us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for looking beyond our faults and seeing our needs. Thank you for being a good, great, wonderful, and awesome Father. Father, if we had 10,000 tongues this morning, we couldn't thank you enough for all that you've done. Matter of fact, what you're doing right now, what you have prepared for us and our future, we thank you. Lord, we honor you this morning with the fruits of our lips. It's our privilege and our honor to be able to open up our mouths and praise you, a true and living God. <laughs> oh, yes, you're living, you're living, you're living in spite of what we see, in spite of what we heard. God, you are living, God. You're a great God. You're the same God that was in the beginning, that created all that we see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. You're the same God. Oh, as they said, they slung the moon and the stars in their place, separated the dry land from the waters took down and scooped down and made man and formed and breathed into his nostrils and he became a living soul. Thank Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your breath of life, Lord God. It's living inside of us right now. Thank you, Lord God. We honor you for that, for giving us an opportunity to be who you created us to be with the gifts and the talents and the abilities that you have given us just to touch those who are around us. Thank you for giving us enough knowledge to, hey, woo, to know who you are. God, mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. we thank you. We could be in a place that we never recognize you, but we thank you. We recognize you when the wind blows. We recognize you when we see your bright sunshine. We recognize you when we can take off our shoes and walk through the carpets of the green grass of this earth. We recognize you when we wake up in the morning and open up our eyelids and able to look around us and see all of the glorious and blessed things that you have blessed us with with shelter, with food, Lord God, with friends and with loved ones, with children, with neighbors. Lord God, we thank you. And we love you, brother. Such a great God you are. Then if we can take out a piece of paper and start writing down all of the good things that you've done, we will understand and come to the realization, God, that you've done more for us than all of our problems and troubles that we have to go through. And speaking of our troubles and problems, you've been with us, and we thank you. Yea, though we walk through the valleys and the shadows of death, God, we, we had no need to fear for evil, for you are with us. We thank you for being with us. You was with us last night when deaf angels flew all by and they skipped our house. You was with us, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God. We we got that report from the doctor that wasn't favorable when he said and shook his head. You, You gave us hope and you gave us, Lord God, the healing and the joy to live on another day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Lord God, we, we look deaf in the eyes and you said not yet, hey, glory, hallelujah, we thank you, Lord God. Mm-hmm. When man said one thing, you came back and said something else And we thank you. We recognize you as mm-hmm. the God that's in control. We recognize you as the God can change lives. You changed us. And Lord God that you changed us, God. You could change that that boy that don't know you. You can change that girl that's running away from you. You could change that man that's abusive to his wife. You can change that woman that left a kid. You can change anybody. We thank you, Lord, for that. Oh Father, we thank you, Lord. As we pray, Lord God, and intercede for our cities and our states and even this nation, God, we lift it all to you, Lord God. Oh Father, we would pray, Lord God, that you may intervene and God, we see and hand the works of what you're doing and what you have done, and we thank you for that. We thank you for what you do. We thank you for what you're doing right now. You're great and great and awesome, God and we praise you, and we praise you now. At this time, uh, we're going to take a few moments as you meditate and as you pray what God has laid on your heart. And as you walk around, if you're walking, and as you look around, if you're looking, just continue to pray and pray what's on your heart. Let's take a few moments and do that. He wants to hear what you got to say. Jesus, Let's pray. I'm
2: missing. i
0: Jesus, I'd never forget what you done for me. Jesus, I'd never forget how you set my soul free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'd never forget, no never. How can I forget what you've done for me? How can I forget how you set man free? How can I forget how you brought me out? Hallelujah! Jesus, I'll never forget, no, never. Hallelujah, hallelujah Can we just give God a praise this morning? Hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Amen Amen
1: Hallelujah mm. Mm. Oh God, thank you Matthew mm.
0: chapter 10. While you're finding that, we're uh, grateful for that wonderful time of prayer from our dear pastor. And, uh, maybe we should just keep him away for about just bring him in once a month, and it might mm. give him time to get backed up. Bring him in every Sunday. He run out. Uh, While you're opening your Bibles, if you can go and get your coffee and your tea and whatever you're going to do, please do that now. These lines are very sensitive, and they hear hear the, the, the crawling of the roaches. So uh, if you're going to do any type of movement or need to take your pills or whatever, this is your reminder that you need your medication. Go ahead and get your pills. While we're finding the text and we can all settle in. Unless you got that phone muted, then that's fine. You can do what you want to do. We can't hear that anyway but those who... Ooh, uh, do not mute. Give you some time to get yourself together. Get your pills and your bananas and your coffee and your cookies. And let's settle on Fire Matthew chapter 10. Get the Bible's on open to that. And we thank you again for being a part of this, this great time that we're celebrating together. Brother Dennis said, get your good glass of water. Make sure you keep your water on you. Mm. You're near the kitchen. Go ahead and get you a good tall glass now. You ain't even having no water in you. Get you some water. We don't need nobody suffering from from a visit from D I D High. D. High comes by sometime and and when he come by D High, he brings his cousin Dresha. And then they get together have a glorious time in your body so you don't need dehydration coming by soon go ahead and get your nice cup of water all right give you about 10 more seconds to get your life together get matthew chapter 10 and we'll be ready i got my life together everybody ready for matthew chapter 10. Man. All right. We all ready. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 10. It says, don't take a traveling bag for the road or an extra shirt, sandals, or a staff. For the worker is worthy of his food. When you enter any town or village, find out who is worthy and stay there until you leave. Greet, verse 12, a household when you enter it. And if the household is worthy, let your peace be on it. But if it is unworthy, let your peace return to you. If anyone does not welcome you or listen to your words, shake the dust off your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Truly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. I want to talk this morning, afternoon and evening, uh, from the subject, I'm really not caring what you do. I'm really not caring what you do. And all those that believe in the God of the Bible respond with a howdy. Amen. 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 I started to have this discussion on Wednesday, and I realized that that was a bad time to do it because you. Uh, booth can tell you, you keep your good messages for Sunday morning, because you know that's when all the sinners, I mean, the saints come to church, and uh, so I held this particular piece of business, but also in conjunction, or in addition to what we did discuss on Wednesday. Uh, it's very important to bring awareness to the reality that mental health and anxiety, depression, is real amongst most of us. You ever heard, as we're dealing in this moment of intensive heat, that uh, there's a thing called silent heat? Silent heat is something that doesn't cause sweat. It doesn't really burn, but if you stay out too long, you will find yourself exhausted and and just broken because of what they call silent heat. I would like to remind you or bring awareness to you for those who may not uh, know, there's a thing, another thing should I say, that is a silent killer. It is called anxiety and depression. And anxiety and depression is a silent killer because it does not have a definitive identity. It does not look a certain way. It it cannot be detected easily. Anxiety and depression may look in the form of a drunk. Anxiety and depression may look in the form of a whore. Anxiety and depression may look in the form of a working girl of the night. Anxiety and depression may look in the form of an old nasty church mammy. Anxiety and depression may look in the form of an old stuck-up and beat-up church preacher. Anxiety and depression attaches itself to so many different things that it is easy to consider another cause or another effect other than anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression, while I'm still sitting here in the in the uh, conversation or in the the conference room of identity and, and identification anxiety and depression also can be a semblance it can look as if you are not able to keep up you have attention problems, You are ADHD as they would say, you have a behavioral issue, you can't concentrate, you can't focus, all of those things may look as if it is another problem. The truth of the matter is it's not that you can't focus, it's not that you are dumb, it's not that you are stupid, it's not that you hypertension, it's not that you can't read, it's not that you can't write, it's because of all the gabards you got to put up with at the house. It's hard for a child to learn when he's dealing with the barge at the house. Mama drinking, daddy smoking pot. The girlfriends come over with daddy, mama boyfriends in the other room. You sleeping on the couch because the two rooms are occupied by sexual escapades. And now you want to talk about me going to school to try to read some Shakespeare? It's hard to deal. Then there's another part. That's that's young people. Let's talk about old folks. Because the older you get, the more that you start to endeal or indwell in this ideology called life. You start to realize the importance of the struggle of safety. You get into this reality where you're going to the job every day, and the truth of the matter is you're not getting paid what you deserve. You ever find it fascinating that you have these companies, and and I'm not going to name any names, but you got a couple of them. They have a market cap of somewhere near the billions and the trillions and yet they're not paying workers at least fifteen dollars an hour. They'll cap you at thirty nine point five just so they don't have to pay you any insurance. So they don't have to give you retirements. So they don't have to give you any type of, of stock or liquidity. They'll cap you at 35 point or 39.5 just so they can say that they don't have to give you vacation time. They'll work you to the bone and then cut you off at the limit so they don't have to give you what you deserve. That pulls on the anxiety. You have a lot of people who are out doing good work. A lot of people out who are trying to make the world a better place, they're trying to do their part to save the planet or do their part to bring awareness to the need of save, and yet they're trying to scrape pennies together. Because people have paid their money at the casino or won't pay tithes and offerings at the church. People that give hundreds of dollars to go down to the Chartway Center to see Erica Badu. Won't give five cents to a missionary trying to make sure that the homeless is fed on the corner, especially when most of those homeless people Out there because they lost everything their minds, their bodies, their limbs, trying to make sure that you could go see that Eric Badu concert. Uh huh. Working, not being taken care of, it is a huge part of their society. And then you find yourself in places which is a question that I have come to understand very, very hard this, these uh, last few days and weeks. When you find yourself hanging around folks that's constantly rejecting, constantly telling you, well, I don't believe that's the way we're going to do it. I agree to disagree. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I have become okay some folks say, "Well, Eric, here's the thing: agree to disagree is fine. That's not what the Bible told me. The Bible told me how can two walk together except they agree." No way in to say agree to disagree. There is no agree to disagree because the truth of the matter is you just don't agree with me. And you just becoming okay with not agreeing with me. We don't like each other. We don't believe in each other. We don't see the world the same way. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's why they got churches on every corner. Because we agree to disagree that the carpet should be pink. We agree to disagree, the church should started at 11 o'clock, whether it's 11 o'clock. How can two walk together except there be an agreement? I'll come to the conclusion, if you find yourself in a headache position every Sunday, why are you at that church? If you find yourself at the bar every Friday, why are you on that job? Well, you don't understand. I've been here forty some years, and and I, I just—it's the devil I know. I've been here forty some years. I had a conversation, uh, some type—I don't remember what. I don't know the conversation, not so. We'll just stick to that. But I was chatting and. Uh, they were talking about uh, the recent pandemic. The gentleman made a statement. He said, you know, a couple years ago now, if you found out somebody had COVID, the first thing they did was isolated you. They isolated everybody to their own little coals, canoes, and caves, if you please. If you had COVID, you were supposed to go home and lock yourself in the house and stay 14 days and not come out till you were healed. If you, you ever asked yourself a question, we go to church and people got emotional COVID and people got psychological COVID and people got uh, spiritual COVID, and we find out they got this, and we don't we don't tell them go home and isolate till they get saved. No, we just let them stay here and keep infecting people. But the most important thing is when you find out persons or people had COVID. You remember two years ago, you were scared to go out your house. You didn't want to go to no grocery store. You didn't want to go to church. You didn't go anywhere because you were scared the folks had COVID. But, again, people have been having spiritual COVID and psychological COVID for years and you've been going around and picking it up and transmitting it all, these attitudes and, and opinions and and frustrations and hurts and pains, ain't nothing but physical, psychological, and emotional COVID that's been transmitted all throughout the world. What would happen if we attached or if we embrace the psychological and mental deficiencies like we did COVID. Wait a minute, sister. You need to. You need to. You need to go home and calm down for four days. You got a little. You got a little something. Something wrong with you. We're gonna. We're gonna need you to just go chill out. And just isolate yourself. Quarantine your heart. The scripture tells us to go into the secret place. Uh-huh. We'll see you in about fourteen days. Just go home and stay in your secret place until you get till you get whatever's wrong with you out, because now you are now you are putting the whole church at risk. You're putting the whole job at risk. Just like in COVID. Our churches and our communities, our workforces have to spend more and more and more energy and more and more awareness on people's mental health. If you find people who are drained, give them quarantine time. You looked at these shootings and all of these uh, uh, disturbances of violence, and nine times out of ten, they are connected to someone who probably just needed some quarantine time. They've been fed up on the job. They've been fed up in the school. They've been kicked around and bullied and talked about. They had a hard-knock life, you understand? And nobody... Saw the symptoms. Nobody recognized the infestation. And most importantly, nobody recognized that this person, because of their condition, was transmitting and creating a toxic environment. But never you mind because the work has to be done. Never you mind because the church has to go on. Never you mind because the bills got to be paid. Never you mind. Never you mind. When you go into these places, the question that we were never taught, especially amongst our older generation, because they literally did what they had to do to survive, but now we find ourselves in a new situation in a younger plateau. Kind of if you please, young folks are uh, questioning the job. You remember when you was growing up, you didn't question the job. The boss man to tell you the thing you said. Do you have any questions? And Everybody just sit in their stonewall face, like, hurry up and sign up the paper so I get my check. I'm hungry. And if you did ask a question, it was one particular question, do I get a cash advance Because the rent man coming for me? Now, when the vaults man said, do you have any questions, he's scared to answer because they are a question of the boss. Excuse me, Um, what religion are you? Do you believe in climate change? Are you a Republican or a Democrat? Do you support candidates who uh, believe or support ABCDE? They, do, they the, boss, the boss gets asked these questions. And if the boss don't answer right, the people he's supposed to be – you remember back in the day when you went to an interview – the boss was checking you out to make sure you were somebody he wanted in his establishment. Now the boss has to make sure that the employee wants to work going. Once upon a time when you went to the job as the employee, you were scared that the boss wouldn't like you. Now the boss is scared that the employees don't like him. because they have understood the principle. If you go into a place of employment to seek, it, if it is not something that uh, that evaluates, or should I say that connects, that uh, represents your ideas or ideals, ain't no point sitting there and getting mad every day. Ain't no point in sitting there, as they say, and losing your peace, or as I like to call it, or we like to call it in these days, disrupting your mental health. <sighs> you go in and the job does not appeal. Your mental health is more important than that paycheck, so you leave and go find somewhere. You pray, God, this doesn't work for me. And God sometimes, or most times, will let you know. See, sometimes we can take jobs. We know it ain't right. I've been there. I've been walking into a job at Hardish. Mm -hmm. I lasted two weeks at that establishment. Because during my interview, I didn't have the, the brass to tell the young lady, thank you, but I'll look elsewhere. And the reason why is because I went in for the interview. i never forget that old lady. Bless her heart. She only had two good teeth. And she came up and she was interviewing me and she said, do you have any requests? I said, yes, I don't want to work on Sundays. And she looked at me with her nasty attitude and her eyes buggy and her head shaking. May I ask why? Oh, I wish I could physically show you the face, but if you can just imagine how nasty a buck-eyed old gap tooth girl could look. Any type of feeling or thought you have is probably accurate. And that old buck-eyed... Gabby Two old Rhinoceros, shook her hips until the building shook. I need to know why you can't work on Sunday. And me, again, I was a little uh, little timid back then, a little, little punk, if you please. Well, I would like to go to church. And that uh, hallelujah, blessed God-looking woman looked at me and said, do you want a job or do you want God? And because I was not secure, because we didn't teach security, Mostly because we were a product of poverty, a product of the struggle that we did not necessarily understand. We talked about it, but we didn't really understand the power of God. We didn't understand that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. We didn't understand that the cattle on a thousand hills belong to the Lord. Oh, we quote them scriptures, but we really didn't understand. At least I didn't. And so that little old gap toothed rhinoceros looked at me and said, "Either you' gonna have God or you're gonna have a job and I took the job, and that buck tooth beaver worked me every Sunday about two weeks. And I realized not then, but I realized the importance of not submitting myself to toxic environments, to not submitting myself just for a paycheck to things that were mentally and physically and even more so emotionally and dare I even say spiritually infecting me. I would like to ask today for you to consider as you look around and your your contacts how many of these people around me are toxically and spiritually Again, I ask if every day you cussing at them, that means that they are infecting you with emotional and psychological COVID. If every day you got to roll your eyes, that means they're infecting you with mental and psychological COVID. If you go home crying yourself to sleep, that means you're being infected with physical, mental, and psychological COVID. If you wake up in the morning and you got to have seven cups of coffee and you got to sit there and drain your soul and try to crawl into the job, that means that you have mental and emotional and spiritual COVID. if it's hard for your right foot to touch the floor with your left and you are drained physically even when you wake up in the morning, that means that you are heading into a place that is infecting you with mental and psychological COVID. But if you ever get to the point, you can say like David, I was glad when they said unto me, not just let us go into the house of the Lord, but let us go to the job. Oh, how great it is for brothers and sisters to gather together in love. If you can't say that, then you got spiritual, emotional, and psychological COVID. And it is a great opportunity now for you to keep your mental and leave that environment. It is a great opportunity now to focus on a very unique scripture from Brother Paul. Brother Paul had a great answer for it. In case you don't know what to say, you can just repeat his words. Finally, my brethren. I bid thee farewell. And then there's another part to this. I would like to consider uh, you to consider if you would. When you're listening or trying to talk to folks, you ever had a conversation, folks? I've had conversations, folks. and I realize this. I I, I understand now. What well, I didn't know then when you're sitting and you're beating yourself up and you're scratching your head because they're not listening to you. Eric, you think you know it all. There's somebody else that knows something other than you. It's a funny thing that it's somebody else that knows something other than me, but when I go away, them other people can't see themselves all wet people buy. It. I had a conversation with somebody, and they were. I would say, Well, this is what we're going to do. You're going to do ABCDEFG, and And that, that's a, If somebody else got some ideas, you ain't the only one got no ideas. All right. I went away and sent them to a meeting. The meeting lasted 10 minutes, Mama Bell. I said, why the meeting only 10 minutes? Well, we ain't had nothing to talk about. What do you mean you had nothing to talk about? Well, he, he couldn't figure out nothing, and I ain't know either. Well, I thought I went on the one that had ideas. Well, I realize in exchanges like that that if folks don't want to receive your work, then just let them go. If folks don't like what you're doing, just let them go. I had a conversation yesterday with one of the, the leaders, I guess that's what y'all call them, of the city. And I expressed that uh, we had this event coming up on July 29. I said, listen, I, I think this would be a great opportunity. We have some things that we want to talk about we want to work on this is a great opportunity if you're capable, if you're able to come on by. The person responded back to me. said, July 29, Eric. First of all, my name is Eric. It's Eric. Eric, that day don't work for me. We need to pick another date. Oh, no, sir. We don't need to pick another date. My date is booked. You just ain't going to be there. Well, Eric, I, I, I think that that's just a bad day. We need to find a day that works for all of us. Well, all of us ain't invited. My date is booked. You just won't be there. I learned a long time ago down at the old Pentecostal church, when you start changing for Negroes, they'll twist your handies in a bind. I watched as they somebody didn't like Bible study on Tuesday, so they moved to Thursday. They came two days and never seen them since. Then it didn't like noonday prayer. And they, if, if you move it to wind tonight, I come. They came two nights and they didn't come back no more. Instead of just settling in on what you're doing and then going for the folks who connect with that, you no, know, you change and you flip and you flop. They try to appeal. They don't appeal to nobody. They don't want to do it no way. There's another thing that I would come to understand when I go to ask people something. Well, let me pray about it. No, you ain't got to pray about it. You don't want to do it no way. Well, I just want to seek the Lord. No, you don't. You just want an excuse not to do it. That's all right. Thank you. Seek the Lord for whatever. God, you're mental. I can't tell you how many times I've been folks seeking the Lord. They ain't done it yet. I don't know whether God is slow. He might be Presbyterian because you know everything gets tied up and committed around right now. God, your mental. And finally. Finally, when you realize all of these things, when you realize that you've come to the end of the line, when you realize that you're at a point of no return, the best thing to do is just shake them off. If there's one thing that I hope that that we gather from this moment in time, from this uh, connection point that we have, is the ability to shake people off. Shake off those bad situations, shake off those bad memories, shake off those bad people, shake off those bad jobs, shake off those bad churches, shake off those bad political movements, shake off those bad TV shows. Shake it off. It is what it is. They are what they are. They're going to do what they're going to do. Shake them off. And you will find that your mental, your mental health, and even your physical health. Some of us are suffering from sugar diabetes and high blood pressure and hypertension. Some of us are stressing. I got visitors like awful. Some of that's not old age. Some of that is old stress. Some of that is lingering garbage. You're fine when you take out the trash. You ever wonder why you don't let trash stay in your house? Especially in your kitchen, you don't leave the garbage in the kitchen, cause you know the longest stay in there is gonna draw the maggots. But you leave the trash in your life, and you wonder why you're hurting, cause you got maggots in your life. Get rid of the maggots.
1: Jesus, <laughs>
0: time to take out the trash because your life is infested with maggots. You need to lift up your proverbial arm and say, I think I got too many maggots under here. Shake it off. That is my prayer to you today. And then finally, this is the final part. The moment of freedom. It's not an attitude, it's not a saying, it's just a reality. When you get to the point in your life when you truly just don't care. My father is rich in houses and land. He holds the wealth of the world in his hand. I'm a child of the king.
1: And what that king says...
0: Who he says I am is who I am. What he says I can do is what I can do. And he says I can do all things. So I'm not interested in your negativity. I'm not interested in your dissent. I'm not interested in your constructive criticism. I can do all My prayer today, as my dear Granny comes, is that we will understand how important and significant we are and how much the Creator has in store. He's got plans, you know. May we seek His plans today, my dear Granny.
1: Most Holy and All-Wise Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We magnify your name. And God, we just pray this morning, as we heard your word, help us to do it as you said. Take ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all things will be added unto us, trusting and obeying, knowing, God, that you are in control of every situation, knowing that you love us, God don't have to take down. You said be strong. Be of good courageous." You told us to look to you for which cometh our health and strength. Help us, oh God, to focus in on you, knowing that you love us, knowing that you cares about us, knowing that you understand every situation, and to give you thanks in all things. And we just said thanks. We thank you for this word that we heard. Help us to take this word. God, and cast all our cares on you, knowing that you, Lord, will take them, knowing that you will fix every situation, knowing that you are in the situation with us. We just thank you this morning. Bless your people everywhere, God. And, oh, God, we just give your name all the honor, all the praise, all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a great day, a great week. Praise the Savior. I miss it. Thank you, Jesus.